Welcome to Thriller Convo with Car Gonzalez. Broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Via SoundCloud and supported by listeners like you. Thriller Convo is where we cover the latest and greatest people in the blockchain space. We use the Thriller Podcast platform to move the world forward. Always. Now, here is your host, Car Gonzalez. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Thriller Podcast. Today, we have Jessica Versteg. Um, she is the CEO of Paragon, an uh, awesome company. Um, she was at uh, the South by Southwest Crypto Summit this past week, and she dropped a lot of knowledge out there to a lot of the ICOs that were looking for investors and entrepreneurial women that were uh, trying to get um, their own, uh, I guess, creation started up. It was awesome. So, Jessica, if you can just kind of tell us a little bit about Paragon and what you guys are building there. It sounds awesome. Yeah, thank you. So Paragon is a seed to sell tracking platform basically allowing, on the blockchain obviously, basically allowing consumers and government to see everything about this plant, how it was grown, where it was grown, uh, were there pesticides used, is it organic, is it not organic, did it come on the growing side will be made into a smart contract when the grower is done. And then from the lab side, if it did test positive for any pesticides or mold, whatever it may be, that lab will then create another smart contract and then you can compare the two. Um, so now in the end, a user can go to a dispensary, scan a product of whatever they're buying versus having to trust the blood tender or just the reputation of a dispensary. They can scan the product, see the information on our app, and know that that's the truth versus now if you go to a dispensary you're just asking the bud tender you know it, what is this and they say it's sativa and how do you really know you're just trusting this label you don't have the real data from where it really came from and then on a government level they have access to seeing this growing data and they will be able to now i think make things more legal when they feel that they have more control uh, legal on a national level. So if a grower is saying, hey, government, I grew 100 pounds of weed and 50 pounds of this tested positive for mold, right now the government has no real way of really knowing that that lab result was real or not. It's just a piece of paper that they're handing in. But if so, they may just tax this farmer and say, sorry, too bad, so sad. We're going to tax you on everything, even though you couldn't sell it all. And that's not really fair. But now on blockchain, if a government body is able to look at the blockchain and say, this is the real lab result, you really did have to throw this amount of weed away, uh, we'll only tax you on what you were able to sell. It creates this trust and transparency, allowing them to make it legal because they can trust it now. That's awesome. And it's, it's, I love the transparency behind all of it, um, especially when it comes to, you know, um, to weed. Uh, I feel like that, that transparency is just kind of a must, you know, to get, you know, because I, I feel like marijuana, I don't smoke, but I know I have a lot of friends and family that do. And a lot of the times we find that, you know, marijuana is used for, you know, chronic illnesses and stuff like that. So it's not even used for recreational as much anymore as people might think. 
Exactly. And, you know, you spoke on medicinal. If somebody is using this medicinally and they have a low immune system, you really want to make sure that they're able to know that this is an organic product. If you go to a dispensary, just anyone can write organic. There's no real approval right now. And no person with a low immune system should be smoking something with pesticides, lighting it up, turning it into carcinogenics. That's just dangerous. So with blockchain, you really can know, especially for the people that you know around you that you said smoke, they'll be able to know if this really is organic or not. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so a, a lot of our listeners are like primarily in the hip hop crowd, SoundCloud cloud. Um, so they are very young and um, we've been getting a lot of requests to do Paragon. So um, I kind of want to ask you a question because they want me to ask this question. Um, how did okay. you guys hook up with the game? <laughs> so if you can just talk about that. I know that was just pure luck. Um, we had a mutual friend in common and the game isn't somebody that will put his name on anything. He's very entrepreneurial, but it's something, if you look at anything that he's involved with from a basketball team to his cannabis line, um, it's something that he's passionate about and that's all that he'll put his name on. He doesn't need anything at this point in his life. Uh, so he's at that level that he can just do things that he's passionate about. And marijuana is something he's passionate about, obviously the transparency of it. And I know that he has such a big loyal following of people that will listen to his ideas. And the moment that he says anything about blockchain, you know, even if they don't come on board with Paragon, he is empowering his followers to have this knowledge. They start looking it up, reading about it. Um, he's also teaching his followers that, look, smoking weed is okay, but you should know the quality that you're smoking. Um, so linking up with him was just pure luck, I guess, of, of having the right connections and um, having it be a project that he actually knows about. He knows a lot about marijuana, so he could tell us, like, hey, this is cool, this isn't Cool. This is what people need. This isn't what people need. He has uh, his line trees by game and he had co-invested in a dispensary. So he was actually the perfect partner and an amazing role model to help young this younger generation see it's cool to know about blockchain. Yeah, that's that's what I'm finding out the most. Um, just learning from, you know, young individuals as, as well. Um, a lot of them, a lot of them are surprisingly like just feel like the technology for digital money is just so easy for them to to go there so it's kind of interesting how that is just something that's just so natural form so yeah yeah well you're speaking about digital money now and that's something that's another thing you know that this young generation is able to really grasp because if you think about it they're playing world of warcraft and they want to buy a new coat for their player how are they going to buy this coat they get their mom or dad. Sorry, my French bulldog. Is <laughs> no, that's cool. Yeah. They get, they get their mom or dad's credit card and never touch cash. They just type in, which feels like you're typing in a wallet ID. Just type in these numbers that digitally transcribe into cryptocurrency in their game. And then they buy what they want to buy with it. So these kids already understand how cryptocurrency works. Now you take them to grow up and they're in college and have to pay bills, they want to pay for their school books with cryptocurrency, they want to buy their lunch with cryptocurrency, they want to buy their car with crypto. And whether the government now or later decides to work with cryptocurrency hand in hand, 
it's going to happen now or later because this younger generation is going to eventually graduate from college where they wanted to buy things with crypto and couldn't or could and get to this government level. You know, they graduate, join whatever and become what of the president. I don't know what they may do. And this is what they're passionate about. And they realize it's easier to track. It's harder to trick people with this. Um, and I think that they're, they really are the future of this young generation. So it's important to work with them and hear what they have to say. Yeah, most definitely. And I, I know during the crypto summit, I've met so many young entrepreneurs there and they were just ecstatic about blockchain technology and about getting started. And a lot of them just graduated uh, and from really bright schools, like, you know, from Harvard, Stanford, like all Ivy League schools. Um, so it was it was interesting to see them so enthused about blockchain. Um, so I do want to touch on one more thing. Um, so a lot of women were there on Monday and I wanted to, to get your opinion on just kind of women in the blockchain space right now and how you feel about everything kind of, you know, growing out from there and what it's like for you to be a woman inside blockchain technology. Yeah, I definitely think that there are more and more women coming on board every day. And it's a good thing because when women lead technologies like this, we think about a process. We, you know, people say, I want to build this and it's done now. Clearly, they didn't think about each step. Women take the time to think about it. They're not as big of a risk taker as men are. So it's, I keep hearing everyone saying, oh, well, with women, it's a little slower. It may be a little bit slower because they're actually thinking about it and it will actually last longer. Um, so I think it's a really good thing that women are coming into the space because they also base things off of emotion and they can read people and see what programs are working for people, what people are using. Um, and I think that this young generation is going to have a lot of women these young girls are going to grow up and want to be in this space because they've been brought up. I had an iPhone and you had an iPhone. Everyone in our class has the same iPhone. They may be a different color or a different case, but it's the exact same thing. And we can all download the exact same apps. There's nobody telling me I have to download the pink Barbie app and you have to download the blue Lego app. Yeah. We have grown up in this uh, generation that there it's about equality. Nobody is taught that their girlfriend has to grow up and work at, at home and cook in the kitchen and the boyfriend has to grow up and work on cars. That doesn't exist anymore. So this generation that's about to graduate, there will be a lot more women in this space because they, they didn't have this bias of being afraid or worrying about what other people will say if they're in this tech space or they don't feel intimidated also. Yeah, that's awesome. That, that was one of the, another big, eye-opening things for me. Um, uh, yeah, it was just great to see uh, so many women getting involved in, in, in blockchain technology. And um, it was eye-opening and it was something that I'm glad I'm able to share with my my listeners. Um, so where, yeah, no, no problem. It's, it's, I feel like it's my due diligence to make sure that we get um, everybody on a platform at this point, just because we want to push this forward. So I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, where can everybody find out about Paragon and what can they do to help and any of that info? Thanks. Yeah. So anybody that wants to know in more information, I would definitely say go to our website, paragoncoin.com. Uh, sign up for our emails. Go to our social media. Our handles are Paragon Coin for Twitter and Instagram, Telegram as well. 
um, and to help. I think helping is not just for Paragon, helping is for the entire space and teaching anybody from the person that picks them up in Uber to their flight attendant to the person sitting next to them on the flight. See if you can talk to them and help open their eyes to this new technology without being forceful um, and without making them feel bad for not knowing it because I see that happening a lot and that's yeah. not cool. Um, so I think helping Paragon would be helping the entire community of people understanding what blockchain is and why it's important for our future from voting to transparency of cannabis, uh, whatever it may be, that it's something that will play a big role in our futures. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jessica. Um, I, you know, talking to entrepreneurs like yourself and CEOs of different blockchain technologies, I'm coming to realize that yeah, this is really going to take over the world and I can't wait to be uh, just a person on the sidelines and seeing everything unfold. So thank you so well, much thank for, you for letting us. Yeah, obviously, thank you for letting all of us get our voices out and uh, helping us spread the words. So I appreciate you as well. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much. Bye. This, this is, is the end of the, the show. show. You have been listening to Thriller Podcast with Car Gonzalez. Remember, Thriller Podcast is not financial advice. Everything Carr said likely won't come true. It is up to you. Now go, do your own research. Listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not Carr. And remember, buy a Bitcoin and save the world. One Satoshi at a time.